welcome back to the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host. I'm Kara Grinsfelli. I'm a certified health coach. I'm a published author. My second book comes out in January. I'm so excited. I have some more info for you on that. And I help people heal their relationships with food. I am going to be hosting my first retreat coming up in January. Oh my God, so exciting, so cool. And I'm really grateful for this work. I really love getting to support people in intuitive eating and body wisdom and food freedom and in making food no big deal. I feel like that's my unofficial slogan is like making food no big deal. And I love supporting people through that process because it profoundly impacts every single area of your life. And I love getting to witness that transformation with people. And I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Love Your Bod pod. If you have been listening to this podcast since day one, I want you to know how much that means to me. You are why I show up every single week. And even if you're a new listener and you're just tuning in and you just found the podcast, I'm so grateful for you. I do this for you guys. If you weren't listening, I wouldn't be recording. So thank you for being here. I do not take your attention for granted. Now today, this episode is about how to make food no big deal. And I'm going to break it up into two episodes so that it's a little more digestible. And it's a little bit shorter, so they're easier for you to listen to. And I'm going to be giving you five strategies and tips to support you in making food no big deal. These are going to be very helpful any time of the year, but because it's the holidays, I am going to be talking a little bit about how they're going to support you with the holidays. But again, that said, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this podcast episode. These are incredibly important for how to make food no big deal period in general. Now, before I dive in, I want to, I have two quick announcements, very exciting announcements. Okay. First one, drum roll, please. I hope that doesn't sound crazy annoying on your end of me banging on my desk, but my cookbook titled Vegan Buddha Bowls is officially available for pre-order. Oh my gosh, it has been such a journey, such a process. Y'all have been along the journey. You've been you've been seeing me share about it on Instagram stories and I am so unbelievably excited that it is now available to pre-order. So all of the links are gonna be in the show notes where you can pre-order the book. You can pre-order it from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieBound, Books A Million, or Book Depository. And for all of you that order, that pre-order the book, I am going to give you a gift to say thank you because pre-ordering the book really helps the publishers know how many books to print and it helps the book reach more people on the day that it actually goes live. So if you pre-order the book, I want to say thank you. So if you do that and you take a picture of your receipt and you send me the picture, either email me or you can DM me at Kara's Kitchen on Instagram, Kara with a C, Kitchen with a K. I will send you a PDF ebook with 10 unpublished recipes. These recipes have never been published anywhere else, and they are only for those of you that pre order the book. So if you pre order the book, send me a picture. I will be sending you that PDF with 10 unpublished, epic, delicious, additional recipes for you so I would be so grateful if you do that and I'm so 
so excited for this book to be in your guys' hands and to be supporting you and nourishing your body. In the book, I talk a lot about how I healed my relationship with food. I share my story and my journey, not only in the intro chapter, but also all throughout. I, I share little tidbits of things that really helped me. So I think that it's an amazing book for you, regardless of what your relationship with food is, but I do open up and share about my healing journey. So it's an amazing resource, not only because of the recipes, but also because of that component. Next quick little announcement, I wanted to, again, find another way to give back to all of you guys for listening to the podcast and showing up and and being here. So once a week between now and January 2020, I'm going to be giving one person a, I'm going to be giving away one prize a week. Now, in order to be entered to win the giveaway, you need to leave a review on iTunes. So if you don't have an iPhone, you can still do this on your desktop. You'll go to iTunes and you'll find the podcast and you're going to have to create an iTunes account and then you can leave a review on your desktop. So if you leave a review for the podcast and you screenshot your review and then send it to me in a DM, you're automatically entered to win the giveaway and you'll have the choice of either a copy of my first book, Body Wisdom, or a free complimentary 30-minute coaching session with me. And on that coaching session, we can utilize that time however you desire, any questions you have, any places where you're stuck, where you need support. So again, to enter it, leave a review on iTunes for the podcast, and then screenshot it and send it to me in my DMs, and you're automatically entered to win, and I'll be picking one winner a week between now and the new year and again you can choose between my book body wisdom or a a 30 minute coaching session with me it'll be your choice okay let's dive in to the rest of the episode so I want to support you in food being no big deal now these tips work all of the time but they're going to be also helpful for the holidays because it is holiday season when I am releasing this podcast but it doesn't matter when you're listening to them this these tips will be these strategies will be really helpful so if you have a disordered relationship with food you're likely experiencing a lot of stress a lot of anxiety a lot of thinking like over you know um, obsessive thoughts about food and when we're stressed out about eating we're just stressed out, period. And when we're a stressed out person, it interrupts our ability to have fun and be present. And sometimes we can find ourselves being angry or short with people or snapping at people or not having as good as a time as we'd like. And I know that when we have a disordered relationship with food, it can make everyday life challenging. And so I really, really want to support you in making food no big deal. Now, let's get into the strategies. The first strategy, number one, is to treat it like any other day of eating. So whether it's the holidays, like right now, for example, or it's any other time of the year and we have, let's say, a wedding coming up or a vacation coming up or we're having a, we're turning 30 or 40, it's like a new decade and a big party, birthday party, et cetera, et cetera. When we have a day coming up where it's kind of different than an average day, for example, 
what we can do is we can end up interrupting our like normal eating behaviors and we don't treat the day of the event or the days leading up to the event like any other day of eating. And the first strategy I want to offer you is to treat it like any other day of eating. So what a lot of us will do on Thanksgiving is we'll like not have breakfast and lunch because we're anticipating this massive meal, right? Or on Christmas or Hanukkah, same type of thing. Or, or like with a wedding or with a vacation. So we want to treat it like any other day of eating. Honor your hunger and your fullness. Eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner, do your thing, and try to eat adequately and consistently leading up to and the day of and following to not put it on this pedestal to not create this heightened awareness or this heightened fear around it because when we do that we're setting ourselves up to restrict to binge to shame to feel bad and engage further in disordered eating and dieting behaviors so strategy number one is to just treat it like any other day have breakfast have lunch have dinner Eat adequately, consistently, and as normally as possible. Strategy number two is to no longer feel like you have to earn your food. So a lot of us leading up to the holidays or leading up to a big event will feel as though we need to earn our food by eating clean, by eating less, by exercising more. And when we do that, we're setting ourselves up to kind of binge or to kind of overdo it. We're almost like preparing it to happen or planning on it happening. So I want to remind you that you are worthy and deserving of eating satisfying and nourishing foods every single day. You deserve and are allowed to eat nourishing, satisfying foods leading up to all of the events, all of the holidays and the days following. So you do not need to earn the right to have mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. You do not need to earn the right to have biscuits and dessert. You are allowed to eat delicious, satisfying foods every single day. And when you do that, food becomes no big deal. When you really get that you can have have these yummy tasting foods all of the time, there's no urgency. There's no like, I got to eat it all now because diet starts tomorrow. Which brings me to strategy number three to make food no big deal. And that is to let go of planning to make up for your food. So what a lot of us will do is we'll on Thanksgiving or on Christmas or Hanukkah or when we're on vacation, we're we're anticipating, you know, like breaking our diet or eating all of the foods we normally don't eat. And we set ourselves up to diet and restrict as soon as it's January 1st or as soon as we're back from the vacation or whatever. And we have this scarcity mindset because in the future, access to this food is going to be scarce. So starting January 1 or starting day after vacation, I'm going to make up for it. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to go on a sugar detox, whatever. And what ends up happening when we create this scarcity in the future is we're like, well, we should eat it all right now. Like, let's eat everything right now. Let's stuff ourselves. Let's have another piece of pie, even though we're stuffed. Let's overdo it because we're not going to have access to it in the future. And that scarcity mindset is a form of restriction. And it 
can lead to us not treating the day like any other day. So have an abundance mindset. You are allowed to have all of these foods whenever you want them. This is, you know, unconditional permission to eat. When we have an abundance mindset and we don't have it that starting January 1, all of the yummy foods are going away, there's no urgency. There's no emergency. There's no, I need to have 10 pieces of pie. I can have pie whenever. And so you end up feeling satisfied with a piece of pie or, you know, less than you would perhaps if it was being removed in the future. So let go of making up for your food. That is a strategy, that is like a recipe for a disaster. It's a recipe for binge eating to plan on, you know, diet starts tomorrow or diet starts January 1. You're literally setting yourself up to totally not honor yourself and honor your hunger and fullness throughout the holidays. You're likely to binge eat if you have it that restriction is coming. So let go of planning to make up for your food. Number four, strategy four, is to let go of the good and bad food labels around food. So it is incredibly damaging to our mental and emotional health and our relationship with food to attach morality to what we eat. And you're all probably very familiar with that good, bad food mentality. It's really hard to let go of, to no longer think that some foods are good and other foods are bad. And I want to acknowledge that I am not talking about nutrient density. Nutrient density is very real. There are absolutely foods that are more nutrient rich that have different vitamins and minerals and et cetera for the body. And then there are foods that are not nutrient rich. That exists, that's real, but that doesn't make a food good or bad. It just means a food has more nutrients, yeah? When we attach morality onto food, we then attach that morality onto ourselves. So if we eat a certain way, we feel good. And then if we eat a different way, right, if we eat bad, we feel bad about ourselves. And often when we eat something that we feel bad about ourselves, it's intense. It creates a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. That's when we have the like, what the hell style eating, you know, we throw in the towel. We're like, well, I already ruined it because I had this whatever, this biscuit, this pop cookie, this sugar. So I might as well just eat all of the things and start over tomorrow, So the good food, bad food mentality is really damaging in that way. And it also interrupts our ability to listen to our body. So instead of being curious about food, instead of paying attention to what it tastes like, and if we actually want to eat it, we're caught up in our head about it. So when we want to remove the morality and the labels, and we want to let food just be food. Now, strategy number five is to make hunger and fullness judgment-free. So this is something I hear all of the time from people when I'm talking with them about their relationship with food, whether we're on a discovery call or in my DMs or one of my clients, and it's we judge our hunger and we judge our fullness. So for example, you might eat breakfast and then an hour later you're hungry again. And you're like, wow, why am I hungry? I just ate. I shouldn't be hungry. It's not time to eat yet. And we judge the hunger And we don't honor the hunger as opposed to listening to it. So we'll be like, I need to wait until it says 12 noon to eat something because it's not time to eat. I shouldn't be hungry. And we have this judgment around our body signals. And we'll do this with fullness as well. We will think that being full is bad. And so we'll we'll under eat. We'll not eat till satiety. Or 
if we eat past the point of fullness, we make ourselves really wrong and we feel really bad and we're making all of these plans to make up for it. And none of that is helpful for making food no big deal. So make hunger and fullness judgment free. Now in episode 35 of the Love Your Bod pod called How to Listen to Your Body and Honor Your Hunger and Fullness, I go into this much deeper. So if you are someone who's struggling with your hunger and fullness, honoring it, making it judgment-free, be sure to listen to that episode. It is fire. It is so jam-packed with so much useful info. So make sure you go listen to it, number 35. But we don't really judge our other body signals the way we do hunger and fullness. So like if we pee and then an hour later we need to pee again, we're not like, geez, body, you shouldn't need to pee. Why do you need to pee again? It hasn't been enough time. Typically, you just get up and go pee and like move on with your life. So... Make hunger and fullness judgment-free. If you're hungry again quickly, go eat something. And if you're full, that's okay. If you're over full, that's okay too. It's just normal and totally okay to eat past the point of being comfortably full. We all do it sometimes. We especially do it during the holidays because there's so many, so much yummy, delicious foods that we don't always have year-round. So it's okay to be over full. It's okay to, you know, to be a little stuffed with turkey and thanksgiving you don't need to beat yourself up you don't need to shame yourself just allow yourself to rest and digest take some deep breaths if you need to go on a walk but just allow your body to do its thing your your body can handle a lot of food your you know if you end up getting bloated this too shall pass so just to quickly recap these five practical strategies to help you make food no big deal strategy number one Treat it like any other day of eating, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or another holiday or it's a wedding or it's a vacation. Just treat it like any other day of eating. You know, we want regular, consistent patterns. We want to create an eating rhythm. And when we start to listen to our body, it's very easy to do that. Strategy two, you know, you do not have to earn your food. So you deserve and are allowed to eat satisfying and nourishing foods every single day, no matter what. Strategy number three, let go of planning to make up for your food. So restriction, planning to restrict yourself in the future, diet starts Monday, diet starts January 1. It it encourages you to binge in the present moment. It creates a scarcity mindset and we want an abundance mindset with food. Strategy number four, let go of the good food, bad food labels. It's super damaging to attach morality. It interrupts our ability to listen to our body, our ability to listen to our cravings, and to ask ourselves if we actually really want to eat something. You know, we say it's bad and we almost like want it because we say we can't have it as opposed to really, really wanting it. So let go of good food, bad food labels. Food is just food. And then strategy number five is to make hunger and fullness judgment-free. You do not need to judge your body, honor it, and listen to it. So I hope that these five strategies were really helpful. Be sure to tune in for part two, which will be out very soon. I'm going to go into another five really helpful practical strategies to support you in making food no big deal. And I just want to remind you to leave a ratings and review on iTunes. You will automatically be entered to win one of two prizes, those giveaway prizes, either the book Body Wisdom or a mini coaching session with me. And if you want to pre-order vegan Buddha bowls, 
be sure to do that and as well screenshot it and send me a picture so send me a picture of the review to be entered into the giveaway and send me a picture of your receipt for the cookbook and I will get you that pdf document so thank you so much for tuning in to the love your bod pod I'm so grateful to have you here always and I will see you guys soon